Tell me what happened. There's four scientists all working on the same project, and three turned up dead. Police, NSC, they're all covering it up. Those are pretty big accusations. And just before he died, he came to visit me. He looked down. I asked him what was wrong. He told me he deleted every file, every disk. He shredded all his research. Ten years' worth. He didn't say why? His job was top secret. I never knew exactly what he was working on. None of this proves it was murder. You need a reason. Same reason as Honduras in 54, Chile, 67, Beirut, 72. People need someone to shut up. They have an accident. Spoken like someone who knows. Such a helpless, useless piece of crap. <laughs> Welcome to the Highlander Rewatch podcast for each and every week, almost each and every week, we talk about another uh, episode of the Highlander universe or another facet of the Highlander universe. That that uh, that opening quote is actually just our new bio line. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing I was planning on saying anyway. And then the show used it. I was like, wow, <laughs> this, this show this feels show, the way I do. Yeah. Such a useless, helpless piece of crap. Uh, why are you plagiarizing the show, Keith? I don't know. Uh, uh, the uh, and you know, I will just say, every time we do an episode, it is in fact a week. So every week we do it, we are talking about a different. Episode that is very either. true. Uh, also, that that line lost out uh, to. I say we go duck hunting, quack quack, which is a line in this episode as well. There's a lot of good ones. I'm, quack quack. I'm not gonna lie. That's the one I thought you were gonna pick because my notes say quack quack about 20 times. <laughs> just at various points like someone signs off quack 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 that's right quack quack right that's what the raven says make... quack 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 yeah quoth the raven yeah quack quack mm -hmm. a lot of birds in this show right more birds yeah it's a real bird theme mm -hmm. hmm. all right it's like they were trying to develop something all right well how, how's the dog the new dog kyle i think last episode was the introduction uh, uh to your own little nick wolf Yes, our beautiful girl Phoebe. Uh, she's the best. She's clearly going to be huge. Like Hopefully. she's going to be a fifty-five pound dog. Which, How much? Uh, I mean, she's the best, and we're obsessed with her. But she's easily going to be twice the size that we thought. Uh, so that part's fun. Uh, she's actually supposed to get the last in of her vaccines today. Uh, but for those for those the COVID of you, booster uh, shot you're talking about yeah, yeah the COVID booster shot the third one for dogs wow all right uh, for those of you in the northeast area we got like some insane winter warning today uh and a vet asked us to call it off oh wow uh, yeah because like, i do know it's supposed to, to maybe sport. snow this afternoon i didn't think it was going to be that bad there's like yeah it's, apparently it's already sleeting out in you know west of the city Wow, how about uh, this weather report from the Highlander Rewatch podcast on the quack, Philadelphia quack. area. Quack, quack. <laughs> weather report as the duck flies. That's so, right. Anyway, she'll have to wait a little longer, but 
that's okay. She's doing just fine. Sure. We hope she doesn't get any diseases in the meantime. Yes. Well, specifically rabies. That will be the big one. All right. I was planning on bringing her to a raccoon fighting ring, but I'll, I might have to cancel that plan. All right. Well, after the shots, yeah. safety first. All <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Very good. Uh, so Very should we talk? Good. Should we talk about this episode? See Probably how, should. See how we do. Uh, all right. So we'll see uh, how long this takes to talk about too. Oh, God. Oh, want to guess how many pages of notes I have, Kyle? Oh, too many. I'm going to guess that you actually did pare it down this time and got it down to five. No, close. Eight. All right. All right. All right. And the last last week's was what? Four, 14, I think. Okay. So and we're making steady progress here. Jesus Lord. All right. <laughs> all right. So how about we talk about the dates and deets and all that stuff on this episode, right? All right, here we go. I'm in it for the deets. I don't know about the dates, though. Well, you're going to get them first. We get them out of the way. So this, we're going to be talking about season one, episode five of Highlander the Raven. So shall ye reap. <laughs> and so shall we roped. Uh, yeah, uh, I lost my mind when I realized that this was a, a farming pun. Oh, I, oh the, yeah. The title yeah. was literally about farming. Yeah, I double meaning, right? I lost my goddamn mind. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so... Let's get into it. We'll get there. Okay, so this episode was aired October, first aired October 24th, 1998, almost a Halloween episode. Uh, so almost. The director was uh, Renee uh, Bonin. Zellweger? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce the name. It's a French last name. Bonary? Mm-hmm. Bonary? I'm so sorry. Uh, this is his first of two Raven episodes. Uh, this person has a long TV history. They did uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, uh, The Twilight Zone, uh, one episode of Forever Night, uh, Kung Fu, The Legend Continues, uh, 1997's Lassie TV reboot. Uh, we love that, right? <laughs> love Femme Nikita. Ooh, we got uh, Tracker. a lot of classics here. Tracker Ooh, with tracker. Adrian Paul, right? Uh, and most recently in 2004, uh, Mutant X, uh, which was created by, uh, like, like it's like a quasi-Marvel show. Like, mm-hmm. um, and it turns out like it has nothing to do with the comic. I looked up the trailer. I was like, what the fuck is this Mutant X show? Uh, but I guess like around this time, Marvel had sold, like this is before Marvel Entertainment existed, right? Like as a, mm. as a movie making company uh, or whatever. Um, and so I guess Marvel had like licensed the rights to X-Men at this point uh, to Fox, but then also was right. like, we want to make a TV show. And they tried to make this like mutant X thing and Fox shoot the shit out of them. It was like, you can't do that. Like we have the X-Men. Uh, and so they were allowed to proceed with the show as long as it had no fucking connection to like the X-Men at all. Uh, it's very strange. Um, anyway. It's, uh, I mean, nothing like making an X-Men show with no X-Men. Sure, right? And just have the word X in it. It just makes it sound like it's a real cheap ripoff, which I guess it was. Uh, it, it was. Also, it, they- it stars, uh, I want to say, what's his name? John, is it John Shea? Shea is his last name. He's the guy who played Lex Luthor in the Lois and Clark uh, yeah, TV the, the, show. Yeah, the one who they made the bold choice, the bold choice to not make bald. He gets bald at some point. One of those seasons. At some point, like season three, he gets bald, I want to say. Yeah, right? Yeah. But they had full head of hair with Lexi uh, in that show. Anyway, uh, I've also seen him pop up in like either weird Hallmark or like Christian movies, uh, which I'm just like, wow, huh? What's going on with this guy? Uh, hmm. I don't know. But- yes. Anyway, he's like, I guess they're Professor X. I think he's the guy who assembles the stupid team of teenagers or whatever the, to fight 
crime in like a matrix alley. Anyway, so the writer of this show, uh, we got two. It's Michael O'Mahony and Sasha Rain. Oh, he's back. That's right. Wow. Uh, the writing duo. This um, team is back. This is sadly their only episode of The Raven. Uh, they did six Highlander episodes before, which were Chivalry. Chivalry. Methuselah's Gift. I think it's uh, Methuselah. Methuselah. Uh, Till Methuselah. Death. Till Death, Dramatic License, The Stone of Schoon, and Justice. Uh, There's some good ones in there. Yeah, there are. And they also, they're the ones who did a bunch of kids' cartoons too, like Street Sharks, Double Dragon, Captain Planet, Inspector Gadget, all that stuff. Uh, so I got to say, like, when I saw that they wrote this episode, I was, at first I was like, oh, cool. Like, a funny episode with Amanda, because she's funny, right? Like, she's funny. And then I'm like, so shall ye reap? And I'm like, no way, this is a comedy. Nope. <laughs> yeah. No that, that way. comedy title. Yeah. Yikes. All right. All right, let's talk about guest stars. We got Lawrence Dane, Dane as Chuck Johnson. Uh, this guy's been a lot of horror. Uh, the Bride of Chucky, Darkman 2, uh, The Return of Durant, <laughs> uh, Scanners, <laughs> Heavenly Bodies, which he wrote and directed. Uh, and that's about an aerobic studio uh, and also stars Walter George Anton. I don't know if you remember that name, Kyle. He's, he's a lawyer in New York now, I think, still. Uh, but Walter George Anton is the star of Puma Man. He's the, the titular uh, Puma he's Man. The, he's the Pumaman? He's the Pumaman. Uh, so if anyone hasn't seen the Pumaman, the Puma Man, uh, watch this movie. It's fucking great. One of the all-time greats. And there's a great Both. Mystery Science Theater 3000 on it. Uh, also fantastic, but it stars Donald Pleasance. It's from what, the like the mid-70s, I want to say? Yeah. Uh, and I think, it, and it's an Italian like superhero movie. And this guy, George Anton, plays a Peruvian, like it's so bananas, right? Like yeah. he's like an I, Aztec he... god, but he's just some white guy in England, like- Yes, but he grew up on the Andes Plateau because his parents were like archaeologists or something. Right. I don't know. It's it's finding some way to give a white guy some other ethnicity's superpowers. Like, mm -hmm. I'm looking at you, Iron Fist. And uh, anyway, worth it as the Mystery Science Theater. But, you know, amazing without it, too. It's Holy great. Smokes. The, 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 the way he flies around, the power of rear projection, it's great. What's the opposite of you'll believe a man can fly? <laughs> <laughs> you'll acknowledge the existence of gravity yeah right because this is what it is but uh, um yeah pretty great also i was very curious like all these horror connections again and like we know the sound design is like i'm curious if anyone on the producing team or, or whoever or even casting agency has like ties to the horror world uh because it seems like there, there's a lot of like influences creeping in here uh i'm, I'm just curious why these worlds are merging in this way or it's just byproduct of that it's uh you know filmed in canada maybe where some of these other things were filmed too uh okay uh so this also guest stars chuck uh shamada as martin foster uh this guy uh was also in scanner as uh he was uncredited um it's a real scanner reunion that's right also michael ironsides uh is in that as well so another highlander connection um and i i have a note that like i think the imdb trivia on this episode is more interesting than the episode <laughs> but he also did some Rin Tin Tin, Canine Cop. Uh, our, our friend uh, Clay Boris directed one. some of those. Um, <laughs> La Femme Nikita also. And uh, the Beauty and the Beast reboot, uh, which uh, Gillian Horvath was, I think, uh, involved in. So how about that, right? Nice. Uh, Frank Pellegrino as 
Hewitt. Uh, this guy was in that Adventure Inc. show, also produced by the guy who produces this show. Uh, Animorphs, Goosebumps, Monster Force, Cadillacs, and Dinosaurs, and War of the Worlds, another AP show. Uh, and finally, this guest stars Catherine Brewer as Chase McAfee. Oh my God. This character appears again in this show, apparently. She There's, does. Didn't uh, see that coming. Yeah, right? Um, so she's in a ton and works all the time. Uh, she was in Port of Charles, Frasier, The Young and the Restless, uh, Kim's Convenience, uh, Bosch, which I've not seen, but I've heard pretty good things, and plenty more. Uh, so you ready for the IMDb description, Kyle? Oh, I'm, I'm bracing for impact because this is such an insane one that uh, I don't even know what it could be. Yep. All right. An old friend of Amanda's asks her to investigate the allegedly accidental death of his son, a scientist who was working on a top secret project, and Amanda recruits Nick to help. I guess. Okay. It's a weird sentence. It's hard to read. Also, yeah, I'm that, an idiot, and I have a hard time uh, reading sentences. But. No, that was an awkward sentence. I'm still processing. Yeah, right? There's a lot of commas and so-and-so asked so-and-so to help so-and-so it's like okay you're trying to track all this stuff but here we go mm. we're all useless pieces of crap watching this episode uh so it opens at hallman university right at the dewey Biological ross knew it <laughs> at the dewey biological research center um which the sound just sounds like screeching cats in the background like i don't know what they're doing oh my god uh, well here let's just like we got to listen to this I'll try to play some more clips again. Uh, oh, we should mention this show is available on Tubi to watch. Uh, our podcast is available on YouTube if you want to follow along these clips we play and all that stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, my God, like just listen to the music. This is the music. The, this is like Prince wrote this. There's like screech it, like how, how cat meows and all this stuff. This is bananas. The cat's meow, baby. What the fuck? Anyway, whatever. That's the that's the opening of this. Um, <laughs> so we we just saw at the very tail end of that the world's most ominous window washer. Oh, I can't. So I have a clip to play about that guy. About that. yeah, <laughs> we are about to just watch straight up five minutes of a guy just like very theatrically like choking to death or being poisoned by the, while this window washer just glowers at him. Like, <laughs> it's so mm. fucking weird. <laughs> it's, it's so, it's such a strange series of choices. I'm like, this cold not open, have enough content? Yeah, this, I don't understand this cold open at all. Like, I don't think it's necessary. It, it's, it's a real strange one, right? Like we don't see, uh, spoiler alert, that guy on the ladder, I guess comes back later. I had to rewatch this, like, <laughs> Yes. To track that. Like that guy ends up in a car later. Like he's nefarious, but isn't doing anything here. Like this guy is a scientist at this universe at a university. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about university dollars getting spent on whatever this project is. But like what I don't understand, like it doesn't make any sense. Apparently he's being contracted by the government to work on a project. We'll find out later. But nah, like what? He's doing it at school. Like this doesn't make any sense. Um, I don't think. Yeah, it, you're quite right. It does not. And, and a sandwich uh, is brought to this person, the science. Yeah, like who is this guy who? that like? There's like a a woman who looks like a maid who's bringing him like a white bread sandwich and right. a glass and like a carton of milk. Like he went to like a, a a third grade lunch counter, and this is what he got. So, anyway, 
bananas. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> so he eats this sandwich, right? And like just starts choking and shit and just dies, yeah. right? And the person who delivers it like unplugs something from the wall. And I was like, what's going on? Like, turns out like they they unplugged the phone so he can right, not so he call. Can't call. All right. Uh, after this and all then, goes down. And then they flash back to it while he's choking to death. That was incredible. Incredible. To him eating, like to basically to him eating the poison sandwich again. Yes. It's like, Yeah, from seconds ago. Remember that. It, remember when that happened not but five seconds ago? Unbelievable. And then, so this is the way the cold open ends with the, the this window washer watching this guy die. And then he does this. And I was like, wait, what's happening in this show? Like nothing is planned out in this show. I feel so horrible. Okay, so this is how this cold open ends. Whatever this fucking window washers. This is incredible, incredible. <laughs> uh, he's dead, <laughs> amazing. After he tried throwing a stool through like safety glass. Where's he going? Where the fuck is that guy going with his whole bucket? <laughs> he's climbing up a ladder, but to do what? To do like, to go nowhere, <laughs> to go like, nowhere. I hate, I hate, this is, it's like, no one knows what's happening in the show. It's like, just put a shot in. It needs to just be there to fill the space, but it doesn't make any like sense at all. God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> so good. That's okay. so good. So we get our opening credits uh, and now we get Nick's apartment, right? Yes. And he's, so what's, what's Nick, what's Nick up to? He He's working the bag, baby. Oh yeah. He's working the bag, right? Uh, you know, he's, I, I guess for like, oh, he's, he trains, he's a fighter. He's like working a speed bag. Right. Um, so then Amanda shows up and lets him know that she knows this guy, Charlie, who thinks that his son was murdered. Right. But like people won't follow up on it. Yeah. And like Nick is like, well, what can I do to help? And it's like, Great I don't question. know, you you just had a, you were just involved in like an international espionage incident. And like, you apparently have like that motherfucker Bert at your disposal or something. Like, I, I mean, you could do yeah. something, I imagine, right? Like, well, this is so clearly more applicable to what you do than your previous series of adventures. <laughs> yes, so right, why not? Right. Yeah, just like, solving a murder fact, sounds okay, right? You, yeah. I guess. I was supposed to say, did he used to do homicides? I mean, he was chasing Amanda, which makes me think no. Right. But I don't I also, know how the uh, this PD is organized. I also just want to point out, like, this is a new apartment for Nick uh, from the pilot, mm -hmm. which makes, uh, that happens often. Yeah. It's like this. But uh, what an apartment he has. It's decorated in the strangest way. And I really would love to just point this out. Uh, again, this is in the video portion uh, if you're watching on YouTube. But, like, can you see my mouse here? Like, there is a poster of just a dude, like a shirtless dude with his like ad, like a black You're and white. Listening ad. And he's like rapping. I'm like, what is, how is your house decorated? Like, what? So, yeah, like, so interesting. Is and then just like the images on either side of that are nuts too. Yeah. He's got this kind of like uh, maybe mid century uh, painting here and maybe, maybe another black and white. Like, I, I can't. And then, I can't like, a black out. and white photo of like a, a boxer or something. <laughs> not quite as thirsty as that ab shot. No, but, not know. at all. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, now we go to this old folks' home. So, Nick agrees to help, right? Uh, and so, there's this dude, this old guy, Charlie, right? He's there playing yeah. chess with the Reverend. I, I I wasn't sure it, what that. He appeared to be playing like a telechess or something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, like he's talking to somebody. I can whatever. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Charlie asked Nick if he's good, 
and Nick says, I don't know, that depends. And I'm like, depends on what? What, like, the, the way people talk in this show doesn't make sense to me at all. Like, I don't understand those sentences. Does, the, the, I don't know. It depends <laughs> on what? What is he asking him? Also, it's revealed that Amanda told Charlie about Nick. Like, it's revealed in this dialogue. Nick is like, oh, this is, or Charlie's like, this is your friend you told me about. But then he's also questioning, like, are you good? And like, it's just like, what? What? Like, I, it seems like you know about this person. Amanda told you she was going to ask him to be brought in. And now he shows up and you're questioning, like, his legitimacy. He's, like, what the fuck, man? He, like, I, it just doesn't bizarre. make sense he's bizarrely distrustful of him. Like they made some decision that he needs to be distrustful of Nick for some reason. And it's just yes. like, no one else will help you. And like, you're being an asshole to the one guy who shows up to help you. It's like a little odd. Yeah. But um, they clearly made the choice. Like you don't like this, like your, your hackles are up about this guy. Right. So uh, there we go. I guess. I would also like to point out that in the background of this, there's a, a group of four older people playing like cards. And one of them has like, aviator glasses on like he's in vegas like at the world series of poker it's like dude you're 80 playing like parcheesi in an old folks Maybe. home like cool it uh he just had eye surgery so he needs true. to keep those on uh and i do have this other question which is why is charlie in this home why has charlie been like forgotten about in an old folks home where no one cares about him anymore like his son seems to live right close by where's his son's wife like what what has happened to this guy's like I don't like, do you ever think that Charlie cannot take care of himself? Because I think that's another aspect of this script that's supposed to be there is that like, we're not supposed to trust Charlie. I think there's supposed to be tension that like Charlie's old. Can we believe him? Like he he's obsessed mm -hmm. with this thing, but like that, that that's not present in this. I don't think like the whole, I'm like, Charlie's playing chess. He's certainly like capable unless he's playing with an imaginary person. Like I have no idea why Charlie also is in a home like this. But. We just watched his son get murdered, so mm -hmm. we know he's not crazy, right? Like we have. Oh, we the audience know, right? You're right. Know for a fact that this is not a wild goose chase because a maid in a window washer made him pantomime himself to death. So like, we know he's fine. Right. So, so there's like, a the tensions taken out of it for us too. We should worry, wonder yeah. as the audience, like, can we trust this guy? What is the real story? Is it somewhere? You know. Yeah. What, but see, the, oh, this is why none of this shit makes sense. They're just like weird puzzle pieces that don't go together but like they 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 look almost like a tv show at the end of the day but they're not this is hard <laughs> okay so uh yeah it, it doesn't make a lot of sense though i will <laughs> say i guess one thing we were we are supposed to understand is that charlie and his son were estranged for a long time and then mm -hmm. they reconciled so maybe yes. that was part of his coming to be in this old folks home that could be but right yeah it's knows? mentioned that like later in the episode that the uh, the federal agent mentions like you weren't there for your kid or whatever and i guess that's part of it um also yeah. here's a question what, what do you think the timeline is like cold open we see someone murdered and next scene basically is them being like the police and fbi won't look into this do we think any time has gone by because that's that's another strange thing i'm like ah I, I almost feel like this just happened or I'm not sure. Like, yeah, I don't quite get it. Like I'm surprised they've made any determinations about this yet. Yeah. Cause I just assumed it just happened. Right. Especially because all these other people, as, as we're going to come to find out, he was part of a team and members of this team are getting taken out. Right. It's like, he, he was going to get married in three it, days. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's really odd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so this is uh, the clip at the top of the show where Charlie explains like why he thinks all this happened. And he's like, he's like, they blamed it as an, on an accident. And like, 
how? I mean, like, I guess is everybody involved in this corruption? Like, he didn't choke on a sandwich. He swallowed the sandwich, right? Like, I mean, doesn't the, the yeah. autopsy reveal that the sandwich isn't like stuck in his fucking windpipe? Or I, I don't understand. I don't. I, I would think so. <laughs> Though, I guess, do they ever say how they believe the official quote unquote reason he died? Yeah, it's that he. Cho- oh, and when they reveal it, we'll get to it when oh, when they yeah. reveal it because it's mind blowing. But yeah, it's he, he chokes on a sandwich. Oh my gosh. All right. That's, uh, what an embarrassing way to go out. Yeah, and I, and they really don't give it a good reason why this isn't being investigated like further. It's it's just like people are dismissive, and it's like okay, okay. So I, I do want to play this clip because Charlie gives that they play a newsreel, and this is fucking unbelievable. Like, I, <laughs> it's the most like just generic sort of dialogue. Like, um, also like, hey, how about how weird and prescient a lot of the themes in this episode ended up being? Yikes! Yikes! Fucking yikes! Right. All right, so what, let's watch this newsreel, which may or may not have anything to do with current events, uh, and, and neither did some of the themes of this episode. Yikes, yikes, yikes. All right, here we go. Charlie, this newsreel, man. Counterintelligence. That was my life back when the battle lines were clear. The enemy was an evil empire, and the end always justified the means. The chess game. That's all the spy business ever was. You sacrificed the pawn, lost a knight or two. Oh, there's the chess reference, huh? Yeah. There were pieces. You did anything, whatever it took, but you didn't lose. Okay. I didn't lose. Then came the Prague Spring. All right. (laughs) So, like, unbelievable. Just like, it's like Neil Breen dialogue. Again, uh, people don't know Neil Breen. Watch Neil Breen movies. Go Uh, do it. They're the best. But it's like... It is just like, yeah, like it's 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 so non-specific. It's just it's it's lousy, I think. Um, I also do want to point this out. So Amanda and Charlie are about to uh, have a little uh, like meeting at this party, and as you can see, I paused this uh, frame here because we're about to cut to a flashback. Uh, in where's this flashback? Somewhere in is it Prague? Right? It's Prague. Um. Yeah, August 20th, 1968. Anyway, so this is, look at this establishing shot. Look familiar, anybody? Uh, Watch. I'm like, watch. (laughs) So again, this show must have been done so on the cheap. Um, This is, let's open this up a little bit. Oh God, is this the embassy? Hey, look at this. Is this the embassy? You fucking know. I even even suspected it when Mm -hmm. I saw it and I was like, surely not. There it is. Okay, so um, again, if you're watching the video version of our podcast, uh, on the left is a uh, a screenshot from the season six episode of Highlander. Um, what's it called? Diplomatic immunity. The community. Where that yeah. guy dresses a plumber and comes in. So anyway, you can see these are the exact same. It, they, they just reused the shot. Uh, here's the gardener walking away here. Here's the gardener in his little straw hat. Uh, they use footage from this episode again later. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right mm-hmm. all right all right <laughs> anyway but like, right. just the budget is just so like cut on this like we can't even get an establishing shot done anyway um so i kind of like this also, flashback just, <laughs> i kind of like it too i mean it's a very recent flashback in the scheme of things uh you know it really just involves like having charlie in an the guy who plays charlie in an ugly suit is like the main difference they need to make right uh, but i will say odd side note because when i think of the cold war 
I guess maybe it's just because I'm not a counterintelligence guy. I don't often think of it being as like an obvious, unmesty conflict that you always know who the good guys and bad guys yeah, are. Yeah, right? Like when, like when you think about the Vietnam War, I don't think that's like the thing that comes to mind. Like, oh, what a clean conflict where you always right. know the friend and your enemy. Like, side note, but Charlie feels that way. I guess that's fine. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's a strange bit of writing again that like it's yeah. just not really true. And it's just a weird way to look at stuff. And it's just like, yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so um, they're there and they're toasting. They're at a party, like a garden party or something where like they end up dancing like wildly in this garden where no one else is dancing. Yeah, they're dancing no one very else. dramatically. There's like no one else there, though. <laughs> so <laughs> it's I, calling it a party. It's It's really just like there's six people. Right. So it's more like of a Mario Mario as a party um, than a yeah than a, than a garden party. Um, so so they're there to toast to the new Czechoslovakia, and Charlie says history will judge the Russians very poorly if they invade. And my God, Jesus Lord. Um, yes. Uh, so this is I mean it's a, this is an interesting event that I wish they had explained more about. Just I, because. I, I, I just I, wish I this whole think... episode was about Charlie and Amanda and stuff like. Yeah, but because <laughs> that's no. a better episode. Yeah, that's a better thing to do. Yeah, um, just because this is like a historical event that doesn't get a lot of play, nor does the flashback make any sense. Like this flashback does nothing really. In Other the than they, of this, they, this is when they met, right? Yeah, which is strange because actually, I think at the beginning of this flashback, I wasn't sure they were meeting for the first time here because Charlie's yes. just so confident. He like clings their glasses together he's like oh you're not having a good i don't know it's just like oh they must know each other already and then we come back to this flashback later and it seems like oh they just met here oh okay like yeah uh, strange right um okay Very. so now we're back in the present right and like there, there's no real information given to nick here it's just this like i don't know um after nick does this i don't think i have a clip of this after Charlie gives him this, like, tells him this story, Nick stares at him, gets up, and leaves. Char Charlie waves his hands and goes, was it something I said? And I, I'm just like, wait a minute. Like, just to be clear, this guy told Nick all this stuff, and Nick doesn't say a word and just walks away? Like, what? Also, before this flashback even starts, they're both, like, they all three of them approach a bench. Charlie and Nick sit on the bench, and then Amanda just walks away. She just walks away. And it's like, they, they must have been like, well, she's not part of this dialogue. So, and there's no room on the bench. So she just, it, it's the strangest staging of things. Like you can tell how like not planned stuff is, I think. Like, mm -hmm. it just doesn't make any sense. Characters just walk off screen when they're no longer required. It's bah, baffle. Anyway, um, <laughs> so there's the dude who was on the, the ladder before. He's in a car and there's all this talk. He's talking to somebody else in a walkie talkie about like, ah, oh, my, my kid's soccer game. It's, it's ridiculous. I'm like, who are these people? They're following, um, I guess they're spying on Charlie. Is that why they're here? Yeah, I think so. And they don't know who these new people are. Uh, yikes, yikes, yikes. But it's weird. Like we were just had this insane thing where like these, these people are stone cold killers. And now they're like having, like, they're like yucking it up. They're yeah, like, having, yeah, yeah. like, they're basically doing a bit about how their family's going to kill them because they're out murdering instead of yeah it's like a real tonal with the family right? yeah and i'm like what is this you gotta yeah, go I do the a same murder thing. uh oh <laughs> i also thought uh oh it is sleeting here now or snowing or something wow wild wild weather here in philadelphia um so <laughs> uh i also thought it was weird that like
shit. What was I just going to say? Fuck. Oh my God. Fuck. <laughs> These fucking goons. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. Whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Um, oh, also, uh, I don't know. Nick like doesn't believe Charlie at all. Like he's like, no, I don't know, man. And it's like, but wh- why, why doesn't he believe him? Like, I, I need a good reason for him not to trust this. Like, cause on its face, yeah. it does seem a little suspicious at least and should be looked into. And yeah. And we don't know yet what project this guy was working on, mm-hmm. but this guy, his son apparently went rogue and like destroyed 10 years worth of vital research. Yes. Uh, though, as we will come to find out, he won't destroy the product of that research. <laughs> right. For some reason. Sure. I mean, maybe the, I, I, I don't. Oh, the thing I was going to say that I remembered is like Nick calls out to Amanda, like he, he asks her after this flashback, like, so you and Charlie, huh? Like implying like, oh, did, were you guys an item? And like, mm. she's like, we danced. And he's like, oh, like danced together. And she's like, no, just danced. And I'm also then like, wait, what? Like, were yeah, you what fr- is their relationship? Like, what is their, like, were you friends with him for years? Or is this someone you met at a garden party once? And now you're coming back to solve their friend's murder? I, 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 I wish there was just more to it, right? Like, that, that was not the, the thing I was trying to figure out from that line was not whether they were friends for a long time. It was, were they romantically linked or not? I guess so. But I, I wish, it's fine if they're not romantically linked, but I just feel like, the way she describes the relationship is like we just danced, but, but that is, that's that's needlessly it. like, confusing. Yeah, and it's it's I, I needlessly that short to too. We... It's like they, they should have more of it. Like I, I was like she doesn't know anything about his. Way. I mean, like I think she should know more about Charlie. Just shouldn't she be part of his life or something like Lucy or again? And she he, he lives in town. He lives around the corner apparently at an old folks home. Like you don't visit your friend Amanda. You don't play chess with your friend. Like. I don't know. She hates chess. That's right. She could be, he could be like one of Duncan's weird, uh, you know, record producer friends that like, you know, Duncan just always seemed to have new friends. It's like, oh, who's this person? I don't know. But like, it's very strange. Anyway, moving on, we cut back to uh, Nick's apartment. Oh, no, there's some good dialogue here about like, again, I wish this more what the episode was about. When they're leaving the old folks home, he asks her like, what's it mean? Like, what's it like to be a mortal? And she does right. talk about like, oh, like, well, we can't have everything. Like you watch people grow old and die. And like, she sees like maybe a couple walking with a baby. Like there's all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is what the episode's about, right? Like how is this and Charlie getting old? Not the core, I think, of the episode. Like right. where the emotional content comes from for all these characters. Uh, I don't know. Um, That's a fair point. Yeah. I mean, hell, there uh, could even be some confusion for Amanda. She knows this guy. He's a, a young whippersnapper spy right like maybe she's even like charlie's not the person he used to be right like that can be heartbreaking for her i have no fucking clue this episode's themes are trash anyway (laughs) okay there are too many different ways it could go to have it make any sense sure um all right so we're back at nick's apartment uh nick parks his truck on the sidewalk you know like a fucking jackass um but they're going through all these police files and death reports and all this shit. I'm like, how did they get this stuff, right? Like, you know, again, mm-hmm. why isn't Nick just a cop, right? Like, uh, great question, right? Like, I mean, like, why is it? Yeah, I, I don't understand. Um, there's more bird statues and all this stuff. Uh, but anyway, they get into the causes of death. So one of these scientists dies in a car accident, speeding, and his blood alcohol content was three times the legal limit. The other person, they say, was 70 pounds overweight and died of a heart attack. Uh, and then they're like, Charles' son, 
chokes on a ham and shrimp on rye. And I'm like, that's why he fucking died. It was, they didn't even have to poison this, the fucking sandwich. The sandwich is a disgusting piece of shit. A ham and, and shrimp. shrimp. I mean, what does that mean? I, I don't know. I of what that sandwich is. And did that person make it for him? It's, like, does he order that every day? Is he allergic day? to shrimp? Was that the problem? I mean, <laughs> well, then, then, then it would be that he was allergic to shrimp and he didn't choke on a sandwich. I mean, it's so bananas. Yeah. This is bananas, man. That would have been another ingredient to put on the sandwich, and it might be better. A ham, shrimp, and banana on rye. God damn it. Disgusting. All right. This guy's a scientist, too. I mean, he must, like, doesn't chemistry give him some clue that these ingredients shouldn't go together? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you'd think. <laughs> Using my science, I've determined that shrimp is not for ham sandwiches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so they want to interview, Nick and Amanda want to interview the fourth member of, like, surviving member of the scientist team, right? Uh, although, here, I mean, the logic of this episode, I still think doesn't make sense. Like, they, they refer to it as a team. But how is it a team if I thought that, like, the 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 notion that the, the government is playing here is that these things are all disparate entities, so they can't be connected, right? Like you work on this part of the project, you're gonna work on this part of the project. And when you all complete them, we're gonna put them together and we're gonna create this weapon, right? But like, they mm. wouldn't be aware that they're on a team. So it doesn't even make sense that Amanda and Nick are like, this is the fourth member of a team. Like, I don't think. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's, I guess they're like an un inadvertent team. Yeah, right. It's it's strange, right? Uh, but somehow they're able to connect this stuff. Uh, so they're going to go interview mm. him. Uh, so they they go up to this guy's house, right? Uh, and there are these two, like, I, I couldn't even tell if there was the buzz here, right? Like, there's more sound effects that, like, seem ominous. And I'm like, is that the buzz? No. Nope. There's just two gardeners. No immortals in this episode. Two gardeners. Uh, the way they're dressed, too. Like, the one guy is in, like, khaki pants. Like, he looks like a business bro. Like, a business bro. I, I do not, like... I do not like this gardener. Um, I do not like this gardener man. I yes. do not like him. Uh, so uh, Amanda and Nick show up and classic TV trope where they drive all the way here. And while they're walking up to the front door, Amanda goes, well, what, what do you want to do when we get here? What's, what's the plan? It's like, you don't want to talk about that earlier, but yeah, I get it. Right? They, they, they had to, they had to observe a vow of silence while riding in the car. Right. Um, <laughs> so they go inside nick pulls his gun right uh and like the, the gardeners are still like right there i'm like nick is pulling his gun uh, like what's happening like why is he uh, pulling his gun uh, yes! too for that what? matter um so, so they go inside there's spoons all over the place right like on the floor why why it's like the house Great is question. like disheveled and then they hear a gunshot and out back is this fucking scientist Who's it looks like he's shot himself in the head? Yes, like they just got here in time for this like fake suicide. Right. And well, that's the thing that doesn't make sense. It's like it's a fake suicide. So how did these people murder him? Because they're right there. Like they see him right outside there. and like it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, and also they were in his house rummaging through his spoons while he's outside working on his lap. Like it's the strangest strangest yeah like this guy's home right like, how do they not find any evidence that he's home before <laughs> before he kills himself it's really like, strange i don't know yes uh, it's just an odd series of 
comings and goings. I love and when Amanda um, goes outside to like see him like after he's killed himself, like her face is like, ew, like it's so funny. I love I, I actually laughed out loud when she's like, ugh, and like she moved his like head and he falls on the ground. Oh my gosh. All right. Um and this is where we get the this is I say we go duck hunting quack quack, right? Uh maybe. I don't remember. Maybe it is where they go duck hunting. I don't have that line written down here. Um but uh also like they don't reveal like why would this guy kill himself while like he has a full glass of lemonade too which is like yeah you know pours himself a glass of lemonade <laughs> and for then the- kills himself right side like if you were a detective trying to figure that out <laughs> like you'd be like who is this guy like why isn't it like a, a fifth of whiskey and a bottle of pills not like yeah right let me get some lemonade because I ran out of Ecto Cooler. Like, yeah, and they, and then they again make it like staged so that it's supposed to look like he killed himself. But like, they hear the gunshot and go right out. Like, there's no way that would happen. Like, they would have had to stage the body. And they talk about like cleaning prints and like all these things. Like, none of this stuff can happen. It's so bizarre. Like, a lot of that has to happen after he's dead. Right. Which also you wouldn't do in the middle of a day in a downtown, or not a downtown, like a crowded suburb. Right. Like you wouldn't have that shot go off in the middle of the day and then just be able to do that. Yeah. Anyway. Ugh. Okay. So anyway, we cut now. The the police have arrived at this house. Uh <laughs> so we meet this newscaster. Oh my gosh. What this this new it's like new Randy McFarlane. Like, remember that character that didn't really work in this in the Highlander the series? Let's try again. Eh. They're like, let's phone in a version of that. Yeah, this is even worse. Like, this character is just here so they can make a news report later. Yes, a thousand percent. That is all that they are here for. Absolutely ridiculous. So there's this Fed there, uh, and he's talking about how, oh, Charlie's got these these great, like, he knows Charlie. Like, I guess this guy's, like, been taught everything by Charlie, right? Uh, And he's like, oh, this guy's got theories on the Kennedy assassination. And he's like, you should hear his theories on that L.A. rapper. And they're like, Tupac? And it's like, Charlie has... Fucking Charlie has theories on Tupac Shakur's death. What? I I, I hope so. She's he's just like Snoop Dogg should have been able to stop it, man. Oh That's God. all I'm saying. Um. Also, I'm like right away. I'm like, are we suspicious of this guy? Yes, very quickly. Yes, I'm he's, suspicious. He's like, instantly an asshole, and then yeah. in the very next scene, he reveals himself to be the world's biggest shit. Right. So, like again, like this this show, as you mentioned earlier, like it keeps taking away the tension that we're supposed to feel. If this is a mystery, if this is a detective yeah. story with Nick, like we know the guy's murdered in the beginning, so it's no question. And now we seem to know who the bad guy might be, and it will be confirmed so quickly that this is the bad like, guy, like instantaneously. Bad, bad, bad. Okay. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, so Nick thinks they killed this guy because they showed up like to investigate mm. so they were like all right they're offing him and just moving on i guess i i, I don't know it doesn't really make but why uh, do they need to do that is the thing i don't understand like right they either need to kill everybody or not like the fact that they're here doesn't seem like it should matter yeah uh, maybe they're because they're trying to find out where these seeds are spoiler alert, there's seeds in this episode guys secret seeds secret seeds <laughs> lest you forget that this is about reaping and sowing that's right uh, um, so in the next scene, this fed goes and visits Charlie at the old folks home. Right. And he's like, you're putting like family before national security, like implying that this is all about something bigger. Right. Uh, and I'm yeah. like, I, I, I wrote down a note. I was like, I hope his son was working on phase two, whatever fucking phase two was in that last episode immunity or whatever. I was like, this should be it. This should be great. 
sadly it's not um yeah. it's definitively not so this guy like threatens charlie uh, and says like oh if we look into your son maybe there'll be some like illicit activities that like you wouldn't want like implying that this guy like, yeah maybe caught- your son's a fucking <laughs> traitor <laughs> uh which so at this point i'm like this guy's involved. Like, he loved this country yeah yeah, I have a note that the mystery is now over at 22 minutes and 30 seconds into the episode. Like, completely over. Like, uh, I shouldn't yeah. say completely. We don't know what they were working on, which is yes, an that even is the one giant, missing ingredient. an even bigger bombshell. Uh, but um, uh, it, it's it's so ridiculous. Um, he's like, what's that sm- I smell? Another tragic accident is how the, like, scene ends. It's like, Jesus Christ, you just admit, like, ugh. Okay. And it's also so confusing who any of these people work for. Though they I keep on Bert. using the tape, they're I think when using phrases like federal agent. Yeah, they're just Which, the feds, right? Like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they I, just I, like I, let that sit. It's yep. like, who are they? Yeah. Does that mean that like in a minute they're gonna kill a cop? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god. Because like isn't that kind of what it means? Like you maybe shot like an FBI agent or something. They, yeah, right. All right. So we go to quack quack. Quack quack. All right, we go to Amanda's apartment and uh, Charlie, Charlie says he's the one who convinced his son to like go into the sciences. He's like, I didn't want him to like follow in my footsteps. Like he should do something good to help people like be a scientist or a doctor. And they're in Amanda's like greenhouse area. No Lucy to be found. We find out Lucy uh, is finishing her astronaut training or something like this is, yeah. is this the second episode or maybe if this is the only, maybe this, is she not in another episode? I, I feel like they just make a joke when Lucy's not around. Like, Unless mm. I've just watched this episode three times to prepare for this. I think it might be that. Uh, and I I'm think like, she is in a lot of these episodes, even if only. Yeah, but like, I, I, I just, I think I'm frustrated that they have like a joke response. It's like, we don't know how to yeah. write her out of the episode. So just make a, 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 you know, a smarmy sort of joke or whatever, a snarky joke, excuse me. Uh, mm. And, that, and that'll, that'll just cover it, right? Like, and we won't actually have to explain why she's not here, but whatever. True enough. Uh, also, I love that there's finally no immortal in this episode. I shouldn't say finally, uh, but there's no immortal in this episode. And Lucy leaves town, which is what she should have been doing the last time when that guy was like rummaging through their apartment and was going to slaughter her. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh. okay. Uh, but there's this TV in the greenhouse. And I wrote down immediately. I was like, what the fuck is the TV doing in the middle of all these plants in this beautiful sunroom or whatever? It's like Chekhov's TV set. This is absolutely, when this comes back later, I was like, they put a TV in here just so we could watch it later in this set setting. That's oh my God. very good. Big if true. Oh my God. And Nick That's sits on his chair so sideways in the scene. I don't think I like that. Uh, <laughs> nope, it's bad. All right, so, uh, so Charlie asked him not to get involved with any of this because he says it's dangerous. He's now, yeah, now he's, I'm a crazy old man. Don't worry about right. it. Right. Yeah, I started yeah. taking my meds again. Don't worry about this thing. Uh, so yeah. and he, he ends with, sorry to be a bother. And then when he leaves, uh, also, Charlie is able to transport himself from the old folks' home to downtown Amanda's high-rise apartment all by himself. Like, again, I wonder, why does Charlie need to live in an assisted facility, assisted living facility? I, I don't want to make light of it or anything, but, like, it's just a strange little thing, right? Like, this this idea that Charlie is crazy or something, right? He's, he's feeble-minded yeah. or something, like, met with, like, his actions in the show don't seem to indicate that. But whatever. Um, <laughs> Amanda's like, were you bothered? And Nick is like, no, I'm not bothered. And, like, that is, for them, permission to keep investigating 
because yes. Charlie says, sorry to be a bother. He also fucking said, do not look into this further. And he couldn't have been more clear. So like, I don't know. It's, it's weird that they just are like, yeah, we could still do it. Right. Even though they he explicitly asked them not to. Um, of course, they're going to do it, though. Sure. Okay. That's why they're the heroes. That's why they're the heroes. The raven and the wolf. All right. So now we cut to that scientist's house again. They want to investigate this. Uh, we're we're going to play the clip of this shootout in a minute. Uh, one, they enter. This is the house they were just at a minute ago. This time, they decide to approach from the backyard. Where? Yes. How? How? There's a fence. There's. It doesn't make any sense. Like they just start the shot with them walking, and it's like, did you both leap over a fence to get here and cut through someone else's property? Like the strangest setups in this show. It's so weird. All right. Uh, so the house is completely emptied out, and Amanda's like, told you, like, if you know, they didn't find, like, they must, they must have taken whatever they were looking for because they came here and cleared it out. Uh, I will also mention that this scientist had like photos on his fridge of like a wife and kids, and I'm like, where are all these other people? Like, uh, they, they just Dude, like who would be like, hey, he wasn't suicidal. Yeah, right. I guess he, he maybe he's divorced and she took the kids. I I don't know, but for what? Oh, that's why he killed himself. All right, <laughs> uh, the federal agents were right. I'm on this now. Airtight, airtight plot. Okay. Uh, so they're looking for shit, and then Nick has this detective, this revelatory detective moment where he goes, "Hey, man, he was a botanist. Do you think what they're looking for is out there or out there?" And he points to this horrible-looking, shitty garden. He's like, "Those are some great-looking tomato plants. They're one not. They're all green uh, yeah. and just like barely grown. Uh, and then there's one that's like withered and dying. Uh, and I guess the idea is that like it's withered and dying because it was disturbed." Maybe, maybe, but Nick like parkours over <laughs> the railing to be like, I'm on this. Yes. Ridiculous. Yeah. There were just, there's just like four stairs. It's on, he's on a back porch and he's like, I got to leap over this, like an action star. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah. he pulls up which, this tomato. Talking pan. through this has made me amend a prior statement, which is where, where I was like, why didn't Charlie's son destroy the seeds? It's because somebody else on the team had right. the seeds, had the not seeds. him. Yes. But that's what he's about to find. He's about to find seeds. An Altoids box or a Sucrats tin full of yeah. seeds in a plant, in a potted plant. Banana. So when they, when they pull this out, uh, there's a dude. It, it turns out it's the gardener. The, the two gardener people, I guess, were federal agents the whole time or whatever. Let's let's mm. watch this. This is the fucking best. This is an insane action. <laughs> um shootout like just it's it's just everything about this i love it's so ridiculous here we go doo, doo, doo. all right here we go plan a clip obongos no bongo is that guy like did he break into someone like, else's home oh i guess so. also this and what was that light? Why did someone shine a light on them? Okay, all right, I'm gonna pause real quick. Okay, <laughs> I think I think the light is supposed to be when he opens the window to take a shot. There's a glare from the light, and that catches their uh, eye. I know it's 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 dicey, but also like this guy's on the second floor. He's shooting with like a little hand, like he doesn't have a rifle. Like what? Like how inaccurate is this? Uh, also, also we'll, we'll see this way the guy shoots uh, again, and it's it's incredible. <laughs> and the way Amanda and Nick go for cover, Amanda, like, they didn't want to shoot that again to be like, Amanda, like, you got to move a little purpose. Someone's trying to shoot you. <laughs> she, like, strolls 
to cover. <laughs> well, she's immortal, baby. His runs behind the tree. As, as Nick does this little shimmy. And, and he also, Nick puts his hands through the rungs of the fence. That seems like a way to like trap yourself and not move. Like, yeah, this is, Amanda's getting kicked by this lady in denim. This is incredible. Yeah, this is all amazing. All the slow-mo. I, I love that Amanda's, this guy's already downstairs. Yeah, he moved with purpose. Cool the fighting is so kick. slow. A little bit, like, yeah. All this footage is like slowed down a little bit for some reason. And it just looks like shit. <laughs> oh, I love this. The head tilting. The, like the, 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 the hair Look at the way this guy punch. shoots. This guy, have you seen that? Like, it was kind of a viral clip of that dude who got like, uh, was like road raging. <laughs> have you seen this? There's no. this dude who uh, is mad at this other car and it's, it's pretty scary. Uh, the guy has a gun in his glove compartment and he pulls it out and he just starts shooting at the other guy. But he like, I don't know if he's never shot this gun before. Or he's just like a guy who really shouldn't own a gun for sure. Uh, shooting in a car, but he's like, ah, like freaky. He looks like he's scared of his own gun trying to shoot out a moving car. It's so ridiculous. This a this moving car. This federal oh, agent kind of looks like that. Like he's like, ah, like with the gun hysterical. Uh, so anyway, great shootout or something, I guess. Uh, and or then they, they flee. There's sirens and they flee. And they check this yes. guy's like wallet and they realize he's a federal agent and they killed him and they're leaving the scene. Which side note, at some point later, don't they say like, it's all a fake. There'll be no record of those people, but he's yes. carrying a badge. It's like, which one is it? Right, right, yeah. Oh, cause Amanda's like, he's covert ops. Like whatever that means. Like it's just yeah. nonsense. That's, that's a phrase that's in movies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, uh, uh, also, once again, I just want to point out, Nick should not own a gun. This guy is bananas with these guns. Unstable. <laughs> He's in residential neighborhoods. Guy. It's just, oh my gosh. Killing federal agents. Ridiculous. All right, so we're back at Amanda's apartment. And Nick has his shirt off, and Amanda's bandaging him up on his left arm. Uh, when did Nick get shot or anything? Like, Oh, you see, you do see him get shot in that clip we just saw. Uh, when? I like, well, like watched it again. They're, sh they're shooting, and he kind of like leans back and goes, Ugh. "It's he not does? very like, yeah, it's not very called out." <laughs> but I do think we're supposed to at least think that he got tagged lightly. Wow, because I uh, I didn't even notice that, and I was like, "Wow, they they didn't even shoot him getting shot. Shoot him getting shot. Film him getting shot. You know what I mean?" Hmm. All right. Uh, so I Amanda apparently no knew Florence Nightingale. Uh, there's a lot of immortal. There's a lot of just like name dropping in this. Yeah, like, Mata Hari is mentioned. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, also, here's a little trivia uh, about the Mata Hari. Uh, her real last name was McLeod, a funny Highlander connection. And oh, that's funny. Uh, I didn't her, know that. Yeah, and her head is fucking embalmed. Uh, so another weird immortal. Sorry, what? <laughs> her head apparently is embalmed in a jar. I think. As huh. one does. Sure. All right. right? Anyway, no, she was convicted of being a spy in World War One. Um, right. But, uh, so anyway, I didn't know that got your head involved. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, open this Altoids container, uh, which Amanda even makes a comment. I can't tell that. Like, there's so many things in the show that sometimes I'm not even sure if they're a joke. Like Amanda's like, oh, this thing's like really a pain to open. And I'm like, it's an Altoids container wrapped in plastic wrap. Like you just rip it open. Like what? Like I, I couldn't tell if she was joking or not. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 
You anyway. know knives and scissors are real. Sure. All right. Uh, so <laughs> it's just a full of fucking corn kernels or whatever. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. who knows what's going on? Um, I hate the next so, scene. So we get this. The, the, <laughs> the, you're talking the villain guys having a villain chat? Yeah. The, 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 the Fed, the, the head Fed guy, head Fed is on a payphone. And then he uh, comes out. K-Fed. He used to date uh, Britney Spears. That's right. That's fine. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, right. I, I've uh, not thought about K-Fed in a long time. Wow. They neither has anybody else. Marriage, right? Wow, yeah. Time. Um, <laughs> so, so him and the other guy, goon from the car and the ladder, like the, the Fed is like, tell me about these other people. Right. And the guy starts telling him about Nick. Right. And he said like an ex-cop, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then he interrupts him and he's like, yeah, what about that woman? Right. And this guy starts to say like, well, he goes, she goes by this name, that name. She's a jewel thief. He interrupts him again and says like none of this explains why they're not dead yet and i'm just like again what you what asked, the fuck you just you fucking asked this question and now you like this doesn't make any fucking sense also if there was any confusion if anyone's implied to be the bad guy it is now completely right like resolved like this guy is said why aren't they dead yet right so we know yeah unbelievable why did this guy even ask these questions that he doesn't want to know the answers to it's it's so stupid why did we see the scene we know they want them dead yeah this scene doesn't belong in this episode just cut it out anyway yeah. um so now we're back at the old folks home uh and amanda and nick show up with their little tin of corn right <laughs> uh and charlie's like yes they do it's like they did it they actually did it and again i at this point i was confused because i was like how does he know they did it if none of them are supposed to know what they were working on. Like, yes. And like I, somehow Charlie, who's been out of the game and is a, you know, retired old piece of crap, as he's about <laughs> to say, like moments from now, he will say that. Uh, it's like, but yet by sight, you can identify what top secret project this is. Right. And also weird because at a point later in the episode, he reveals that he worked on this project in the early 70s for some reason. Yeah. And he wasn't like, I, I just don't get it. Like, it also paints Charlie in a pretty nefarious light. Like, I'm just like, you I were, think that's very true. You were, you were working on this too? Like, yikes, right? Like, oh my gosh. Uh, so, um, <laughs> uh, so there, he's like flabbergasted. He goes outside. Do we, we don't find out, I guess, what happened, what, what this is yet, right? I don't think, but, uh, uh, but, but now we get this, like, no, I think we go this outside. Is where we, Okay, well, let's just talk about it. What the fuck? Or, yeah. or is it a little later? Uh, 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 uh. Oh no, it's a bit later. Well, we got this okay. flashback first. Yes, Amanda right. and Charlie go outside, and they they we we flash back to to Czechoslovakia or whatever, right? More of their dancing, uh, and he's there to stop this war, I guess, or this invasion. Um, but right, I guess someone's trying to stop I, him from stopping things, right? <laughs> I um, guess the way this is shot, it looks like so. Side note, I guess he's here doing some kind of counterintelligence because like there's been an uprising in in the Czech, well, what is now the Czech Republic right. against the Russians. And like there's this brief period of, you know, hope and peace. So I yes. guess he's there to help keep that going and like monitor the situation. But somebody's going to shoot, but it just looks like they're intentionally shooting Amanda. I don't know. Like, I, I think it's, I think like it's supposed missed. to be because they're dancing that like they spin around and she gets hit or whatever. Right. Why is it? But then why doesn't the guy keep shooting? Why does he stop shooting? Yeah, very good point. Very, very like, good point. You um, accidentally shot this random person who I guess was not your target. 
shoot so your shoot again right yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's charlie doesn't run he doesn't know he's anywhere. just right he just there sits there and holds her body so yeah anyway 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 uh, i just want to point this out again so uh, another video portion for everyone watching on youtube uh so the the screenshot on the left uh these were taken a bit hastily but the one on the left is from season six uh diplomatic immunity where that goofy guy climbs up on this shed's roof and snipers the dude and here is that same footage uh from this episode so they didn't even get like some an actor to play like this sniper uh and also what's interesting is they play this footage backwards uh in this episode in oh, the raven episode they show it's so goofy looking like when you kind of like haven't like wa watch it with an eye for what's happening like this dude they play the footage backwards to show him escaping off the roof but it looks mm. clunky because he's really climbing onto the roof in diplomatic community. Anyway, that's not another just again symptom of like the the kind of just cheap budget this show has. And I, I mean, you give them credit for I guess what they could do with it, but um, it does suff suffer a bit. I think a bit, a bit, yeah, a <laughs> bit. Yes, <laughs> show suffering from you don't say. Okay. Um, so she wakes up in this flashback. This is I guess how he finds out she's immortal. She kisses him, and that's like it, right? Uh, and it's just yeah, you know. And I guess somewhere in these flashbacks, they do have this discussion about like Amanda's really cynical and doesn't think that like, yeah, I don't know, like they, the curve of history bends towards justice or something like that. Sure. It's just like the powerful will do what they're going to do and nothing else really yeah. matters. And like Charlie is actually the very optimistic one who's like, mm -hmm. you know. And Amanda like, seems oh, to say also, mm -hmm. uh, Amanda also seems to like say a few times, like no one will remember this. Like people... These things seem important now, but like they're not actually important. Like no one remembers this event, right? Like uh, which so kind of weirdly, which is shockingly true. I bet if you ask the question, <laughs> how many people know about this event, it will be yeah, so that's interesting. small. Again, but, I I like her sitting with Charlie. <clears throat> Excuse me. She even gives like there's oh there's like a kiss in the transition here. Like th these scenes feel a bit warm. Like I I don't know Amanda. Yeah. These these are different sort of conversations than Duncan has. I think in Highlander. And this is stuff that I'm like, yeah, Amanda feels very warm and caring. And the fact that she had a relationship with this person of some sort, like, I just want more of that. Like, that's a way for the show to be different and interesting. Um, so I agree with that. Okay. So now we cut back inside this old folks home and we, we get the, the full scoop on, on what this, this shit is. Right. So this is some hybrid wheat laced it, the quote is a drug resistant wheat hybrid laced with estrogen what what yeah, like there's some they're somehow going to use this they use the phrase to sterilize certain populations and and what's the reason for it it's not just that they're their enemy like it's not like these are our yeah. adversaries so we will exterminate our enemy with like a genocide which is bananas but he says you know how much foreign aid we give other countries and it's like, what? And he's like, you know, instead of feeding people, maybe we could just let them starve to death and we won't have to deal with them anymore. And it's like, this is, this is nuts. This is, we're is supposed this... to like this guy, Charlie. No, we don't. He's a fucking psycho. Yeah. Horrifying. Also, <laughs> he says that like, it's a rhetorical question, which I guess you couldn't Google back then, but <laughs> you can Google it now. Answer. How much do you spend on foreign aid in 2019? About $40 billion. And don't get me wrong. Cosmically, $40 billion is a lot of money. Not in the context of this, though, because that is less <laughs> that is less than 1% of the federal budget. Hey, look at that, right? Le less than 1%. 
the like almost everything like 75 percent of the federal budget is military spending sure social security are you saying we need to cut nasa kyle is that what you're saying to clean out that it's like that box that drawer right that's what (laughs) spending is right yeah so it's just like baffling do you know how much we spend on this it's like yeah about as much as we spend on like a couple of fucking planes so like (laughs) (laughs) uh it's it just makes me so mad uh yeah and and then also this is like this is uh, it's like the scope of the show is like completely improper Mm -hmm. like i i love the aspect of the show that is amanda and lucy amanda and charlie like a small thing about two interpersonal like relationships right even fucking amanda says that to nick when they're walking through the garden like all that matters is our connections to other people, she says, right? But apparently, like, the, but this show is about like international espionage, genocide, like government sanctioned genocide. Like, what the fuck are we talking? Like, this shit does not belong in this show, I think. Like, it's just yeah. ridiculous plots. Like, it's, 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 it, it, I don't know. It muddles, muddies the water about like what this is all about. And it's so goofy. All right. Um, so the feds show up for some, I guess, because. Yes. I don't know. I guess they know those two agents are dead and they know that they're going to go after. Tra- I, I don't fucking know. They, they want to kill Amanda and Nick for sure. Yeah. So um, I'm going to play you one, another clip, Kyle, because I. I, I <laughs> uh, Is it the great hearse escape? No, although I do love that. I, 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 I took some clips like these are like what I'm calling nonsense lines. Like I can't figure this shit out. So they go to make this escape. Tell me what you think of this. Like, it's just puzzling. Puzzling script writing here. Front and the back will be sealed. Gotta find another way out. She says the front and back will be sealed to start this. I, I, th- these people have just pulled up, right? So, like, I, I don't know what she means by sealed, right? Like, Well, I think that she means there'll be cu- someone watching those entrances. Well, that's not what exits. she fucking said. She should say that. Like, this is like when she said, do you want to go for a walk? And then they go for lunch in the next scene. It's like, just say <laughs> they're going to cover They're gonna cover those entrances. Like, it's so weird. Like, sealed implies all sorts of other stuff, right? Like, what are they, was this, in lock? down the, the fucking old folks home like no that but that's not the line i was really talking about i'm so sorry we're in the weeds on this everybody here we go come on charlie hell don't don't get excited winnie Hal died this morning they always shut the doors i don't want anybody to see the body come on huh talk to me about this Winnie Howell just died this morning. Don't get excited. Winnie Howell just died this morning. They shut the doors because they don't want anyone to see the body. I, I think in the script, this I, I, implied a different action beat or something because like well, they're think, not encountering that. I think in this context, that door that's behind them is supposed to be like lead to where the body is. So he, I think he's supposed to be saying, but it doesn't really make any sense that uh, like this isn't being shut down because of the police. It's being shut down because this guy died. I don't know. It doesn't make see, a lot it of doesn't, sense. See, though. it doesn't make any sense. Like th- this, this needs to be a different sort of beat. Like, th- th- I don't know. Like it's filmed, the, the, the filming is incongruous with the, the, like, the script, I think. Like this implies that something should be getting closed or they should be going in a particular direction and being blocked. Yes. And like th- none of that stuff is happening. It's just this random line. Like they're like, don't be surprised that the doors are locked. And it's like, huh, but the doors aren't locked or whatever. Like that door's fucking open yeah. right now. Like it does. And there's like an auditorium in there. Who knows? Whatever. But um, really strange. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I just had to point that out just because like 
it's another example of just like odd, odd scripting or odd, like, it's like, do they film these episodes in like 24 hours? Like it's, it's must, the turnaround must be so quick to get this stuff done. Um, yeah. Okay. It probably makes the six day shooting schedule look like a, a dream. A fucking vacation, right? Yeah. All right, Kyle. So tell us about this escape. We love it, right? So they <laughs> essentially using the line that was just delivered they decide that they are going to pretend to be doctors or something and escort or but i guess they're really like the undertaker or the mortician or something because yeah. there's a hearse outside and they like steal the hearse by pretending charlie is the one who died right uh and then there's a hearse chase and i'm like okay this is <laughs> dumb and fun all right why not? uh i guess so um Okay, so there's there's all this like karate stuff going on. Like the, the Amanda and Nick are now just fighting, <laughs> like yes. uh, you know, like federal agents. Even Charlie gets involved and like pushes some dude down a hill, right? And then nice hops show. into the back of the hearse, right? So they escape, mm. as you said, Kyle. There's this there's this chase. Um, I, I don't know if you I, anyone wants to. I like, quickly quickly learned that I don't know how to spell the word hearse because I spelled it wrong no less than three different times, three different ways. Oh, interesting. <laughs> uh, what were you spell spelling it like? Ran oh, Ran good. William Randolph? H-U-R-S-E. <laughs> oh, no, that's not going to do it, huh? That's like That's not going to do, do it. Okay, uh, I'm going to play this clip real quick just because I, I can't help it. Uh, if anyone's seen the movie Samurai Cop, this music reminds me a lot of that. Also, Kyle, you thought this was the most fun part of the episode. I hate all of this. Um, <laughs> uh, well, it's... The way I mean, this like resolves me... doesn't make any sense to me. All right, here, let's watch this. Look at this guy. They're just shooting up. Everybody's just shooting everything. Nobody should have guns in this show. Um, so here's our chase. Samurai cop music for sure. I wish I knew where we were going. Come on, let's get well, to the chase here. You can bet on that. The truth is, you can't hide from these guys. You can't hide from these guys. There you go. They're on us already. This is it. All right. Okay. So we're going to stop right there. Just because, like, Nick is, like, wildly driving around, right? Just arrest What the fuck happened? Like, they had two cars on them. Nick spins around. And now and they're just getting... And cop catches them. And then another cop... Catches them for speeding or reckless. I, I don't understand where the feds are. Like, uh, we're in a whole different location now. Like, it's bananas. Yeah. Like, this is again just them. Like, the beats must be satisfied in the episode, right? Like, and it doesn't matter how well, we think, get there or why we do it. Like, they get this arrested. Seemed, Done. This like, needed to be longer to establish the chase that they didn't think they were going to succeed in the chase and that their solution to this was to intentionally get pulled over, not by the federal agents, but by the cops. But wouldn't the federal like, agents that's... just hop out and be like, we're federal agents, we're after this person. And then the cops would go, oh, okay, right? Like, well, I, I mean- th I think we're supposed to think that this is like covert enough that they can't do that. Interesting. But, <laughs> but that's like, you know what I mean? Like these guys are crim- like, these federal agents, quote unquote, whatever they are, like they are criminals, like they are killing people. You know what I mean? So like, I, I don't know. Not to throw a wrench in your work. I, I see what you're saying, Kyle. You're like, it's so they're covert. not my works. <laughs> this is but, the, well, well, this you're, is you're I, like that you're piecing this together. Like, well, they don't want to be caught either because like it's so covert. But like when there was that murder at the house with the garden and all that shit, like this, this federal dude went on TV. The, the, the reporter right. asked him That's questions true. and he's like, oh, but it's like, 
this isn't that covert apparently, right? Like the, these these murders are reported publicly. Like that's another thing. It's like, I, it's just so strange. So, so strange. Um, also, here's a question. Why did the news, this is a major metropolitan news station, it would seem, right? Like they're at the end of the episode, spoiler, like seven o'clock news comes on, lead story with this stuff. Uh, yeah. They show up at someone's house that just shot themselves. I mean, yes. I, I don't know if that's like a real slow news day and it's not that that like, but I don't know, not to be callous about it, but like these things happen pretty frequently and the news doesn't like multiple news vans are there, like, huh? Huh? What's happening? Right? Like that doesn't that's really make point. sense either. Um, okay. So they get arrested. Now we're in the jail, right? Uh, <laughs> um, and so Nick has some envelope. This is this damn straight. All right. Tell us how this goes, I guess. Right. Like, like he wants wants a phone call, right? Yes. Which is what they're arguing about uh, for some reason. Uh, They use that one phone call, though. They want to call the reporter to, Mm -hmm. I guess, get like dirt and like convey this story to them. Meanwhile, fucking Charlie is just talking about like, oh, I bet you played sports in high school. Did you letter and everything? And I was like, fuck you, man. You're like 80 and you're talking about high school sports. (laughs) Well, I think they were also trying to like, there's just, there's maybe too much going on in this episode too. Like, I think they're trying to mirror Charlie and Nick, right? That like, I was a lot like you, right? Like there's nothing like each other. Yeah, right. Like it's it's really strange. Like why this stuff is present. I I don't, I don't understand it. Because uh, we're supposed to think, think that like I think especially once this estrogen shit comes out, like we're supposed to think Charlie's like a do was a dubious guy. Like even his speech that he gives acknowledges that it was that like you know we weren't thinking of people as people. Like right, you'd always whatever sacrifice you had to make, you would always make it. It right. never mattered. And that is not Nick. Like nothing about that is like Nick. Who yes. constantly seems to be ready to like light the world on fire to like catch the bad guy. Yeah, right, like, right, right. You know. Yeah, that's very true, right? He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, and we don't have any uh, you know, dialogue he blew from his Charlie. career rather than do something that like he views as morally distasteful. Sure. So, yeah, that's a good point. And there's no dialogue from Charlie to indicate that he necessarily regrets these sort of behaviors, right? He just says like times were different. But he doesn't say like we shouldn't have been doing that or I, I I'm not the person I don't know it's it's really strange uh, yeah so the thing I, I don't get is Nick also has an envelope he leaves an envelope we'll find out for <laughs> this reporter at the front desk I'm like hey, Kyle you're a lawyer can you fucking do that 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 seems like that's evidence that the cops would have seized right like they stole a hearse right like they they yes. like lobby that against them like you theft of a hearse right like that's no good why wouldn't they have all this shit and you don't just get to call somebody and be like take this mystery mysterious envelope maybe it's full of drugs or a fucking biological weapon I don't like yeah. bananas well, it doesn't make any which sense. as as an as an aside like obviously there's a warrant requirement for most things there is not a warrant requirement for if you are arrested they obviously get to like search and inventory your property like you don't need a warrant to do that so if you've got like an envelope in it like on you and you've got like shit on you and you get arrested like generally speaking the cops will be able to open it and like look through it right there have been some like corner like the envelope one if it's truly sealed might be an interesting corner case but like oh because there's no suspicion to open it right potentially it's like sometimes you'll get corner cases where it's like do you need a warrant to like 
open the contents of what this thing is. But like, I don't know, generally speaking, you can't be like assured that they're going to, they're certainly not going to keep it for you and give it to someone else. (laughs) Right. Like they're just going to take it. (laughs) Yeah. And nobody even asked questions like, wait, you want to give something to somebody else? Well, what is it? Right. Like, yeah, it's so wacky. Okay. Um, So anyway, uh, they end up getting like, it's, it all ends up being kind of, well, I thought moot because they're like, oh, well, you're, you're, you're out now. Right. And I guess Mm. the feds bust them out, like, you know, like post their bail or I have no idea how these charges get dropped and what, in what way they get out of jail. But I, we assume the feds have done it. Yeah. I I do think we're supposed to think what you just said. Right. Yeah. Because they want them out so they can take them out. So they can take them out and so that they can get, I guess, these seeds, right. Or whatever. Uh, And so they're like, we're going to have an adult conversation. Right. And so the fed threatens Nick with a drive by shooting. (laughs) Like he's like, you know, all this gang activity. What? Um, Oh boy. Uh, Anyway, so they reveal that like they don't have the seeds or whatever. And and so they're like, how about this? I have something to show you. And so we go from downtown police station to Amanda's apartment. We have to go all the way back, right? They walk yeah, upstairs. To, like this to is to find most- that fucking TV. TV, right? Um, like incredible too. Like Nick must have known, I guess, like, oh, well, it's gonna take us about 45 minutes to get home. It's traffic, right? With traffic and everything, like, well, we'll make the seven o'clock news, right? They go right, into which- fucking Amanda's place. I don't they, like this is this is the strangest staging here. I, I will play this because I get so frustrated. I'm so sorry, everybody. Um, check this shit. Check this shit out, yo. Uh, look at this. All right, so we're gonna be going. We're gonna go. Oh, no one can see that I'm scrolling through this episode. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. All right, I'm gonna start sharing. But like, just this. It's like them entering the 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 that that dude's yard from the backyard. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But like, they don't have time to set up these shots, so they just fucking go with it. And like, you're just supposed to be like, oh, okay, right? Um, okay, so here we are in Amanda's apartment, right? Play. What time you got, Foster? Okay. First off, the door is open. You can see it's fucking cracked. That's that's yes. one thing. No one closes the fucking door behind them. We assume we assume they just walked in the door, right? Because like the dialogue here is what what does he say? Like I got something to show you, right? Like Two minutes in my hand or you're dead. What time you got, Foster? Seven o'clock. There's that fucking TV, right? So they are just walking in. Perfect. What are you but apparently, about? fucking Charlie's here. This fucking goon's here. They're already all there. He's sat, sitting down. Coffee's made. There's pastries. Like, what the hell is happening? Pastries. Like, the presence. The he- I had breakfast? to write down the presence of the pastries. No, it's seven o'clock. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's seven o'clock at night. Yeah, it's it's what? <laughs> like, it's just it's so silly to have it staged like this. And I I don't know if they thought that like it's just too many people in one shot getting them like walking through this place. I don't know why they don't just cut to here, like all them sitting down together. But it's strange the way they stage this entrance that like some people are walking in, other people are all already there. And it's especially like the one who's going to be the slowest. Like, I, I don't know if they thought that Charlie walking through the scene is going to take too long. So put him in the chair already and the audience won't notice. Well, guess what? This, this podcast noticed. I don't know. Quack, quack. <laughs> That's right. Quack, quack. Fuck. I'm a useless piece of crap. crap. All right. <laughs> uh, so I guess, <laughs> should we just, should we play this clip too? I mean- I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. If you love it, then play it. I mean, I love all this. I, I, it's so goofy. Okay, here we go. We're going to play this clip. Uh, this is the last clip I think we're going to play in the episode. So, you know, uh, everybody. Up. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah, enjoy this tidbit of. Uh, you're dead. 
Oh, look, I already had this part saved. Here we go. All right, well, moving ahead. Here we go. All right. She well, like that she summons over this other guy. Yeah, who's like looking around. Also, Amanda, you're a crim you are a criminal. And she's just, like, Amanda is constantly letting police officers into her home. Never, don't even let them look inside your home, man. Like, just no, 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 no. Yeah. What do you know? No, special bulletin. Until this reporter was supplied with the evidence herself. Signed affidavits testifying to a conspiracy of incredible proportions. A plot to sterilize millions by lacing grain with the hormone estrogen. Implicated directly are the National Security Council and the Department of Defense. The director of the CIA declined to comment. We'll have more details later in the broadcast. So now back to Andrews Field. Okay, let's talk about so all... <laughs> what? All, right, all I'm saying is... So the only evidence she has, and she runs this story in one day, she's the least responsible journalist on the planet. Like she got some affidavits for people who gives a shit. An affidavit is like a document that's like ostensibly said under oath, but like, who gives a shit? And how did she like, get them? Know like, these what, 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 under oath when? This was yeah, like, I don't ago. know. Yeah, like I guess it depends on what jurisdiction you're in, because in, in Pennsylvania, it counts as an affidavit, even if you don't like administer a formal oath, as long as you put the right words in. But and who's who affidavit? Whose affidavit is that? I assumably Nick, Charlie, and Amanda's, because they're the only ones who are fucking alive. But like, but they weren't under oath. <laughs> they, yeah, when did they when did they write any of this stuff down? Like, that's the thing. When did they write any of it down? I assume that's <laughs> what's in the envelope. But it's like, when did you have the materials and the time to do this? You'd have and to take off like, seeds, right? Yeah. It's like, also, like, you <laughs> didn't want to do your own investigation before accusing the US government of genocide. Like, yes. What? And she says the, the National Security Council is involved, the Department of Home. No, not what was it? Department of. What was it? Defense? Was it? The CIA it director. Homeland Security would not have existed. Existed, right? Point. Yeah. Who knows? And then uh, they're like, and the CIA, director of the CIA. Like, uh, what? What? It what? makes no sense. Ugh, None uh, of it makes any vomit. sense. I want to vomit. Um, <laughs> so it's just like, why is anything happening here? Yeah. Uh, so it's, again, kind of like a Neil Breen movie where they're just like, the federal government did all these bad things, but it's all just very nebulous, right? Like, who's involved? And it's like, it doesn't really make sense. Uh, but it's like, bad, corrupt, right? Uh, so they're like, yeah. tell it to the grand jury. And that's the end of the scene. So then we cut to the grand jury, right? And Amanda and Nick are just like doing the old walk and talk. And Nick says, it's been 10 straight days of testimony, right? Uh, testimony. Yes. Um, testimony, correct. Testimony. And that was an, a name of the a Highlander episode, right? Yeah, I thought that's what we were riffing on. Yeah, it is. Okay, I, just, I couldn't remember why we have the why the word testimony is in our uh, our vocab. So in a, so. in the lexicon. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> spoiler: I guess they don't indict this guy. How? How? Like they don't well, actually say how. Investigate. Well, who knows what investigation they have? Like the better question is, what evidence do they have? Yeah, like, they have no evidence. We don't know. Like the reporter yeah, like, has really none. Like no, to connect yeah. this particular guy. So we don't know who did this investigation and what any of it reveals, but obviously mm -hmm. we know as the audience that this is a miscarriage of justice. Right. All right. So, so the Fed guy comes right. out. I don't remember this guy's name. I just keep on the Fed. It doesn't matter. He comes out, gives a speech to the reporter who gives him like some like little attitude, like on camera, like really, like this is about truth and justice or whatever. Right. Uh, and I guess like Amanda's like, oh, it's just all national security, right? It's a, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it, I mean, not. also, this was on the news. Like, 
national security a salad like aren't people upset that the government was going to genocide some people like don't fucking people care like this is bananas like regardless of legal, any don't. sort of legal outcome of this like shit's going down right like this is bananas whatever all right um so he's getting off uh they're like we gotta find charlie he seemed pretty upset just like the other scene like charlie doesn't need this cane it's like all a ruse or something because somehow he's able to like leave i guess he goes to get his gun from his car or whatever like his gun yeah yeah where did his did he did he take his how did he come does he drive himself did he come with amanda does he unlock amanda's car to get his gun he couldn't have brought that gun into this well actually who knows uh pre-september 11th i don't know what kind of security points are at a a courthouse but like what did he bring the gun into the courthouse i don't know but charlie's ahead of the pack somehow and yeah, so and he's he got shoots the gun he also, shoots like, the fed right grand jury proceedings are generally sealed so he probably wouldn't have been allowed to be wherever this was happening <laughs> interesting you oh, know question do you think like, amanda and nick testified well that's the thing that's the way he could have been there is if he was called to testify that would make uh, sense do we think seemingly... Amanda's testifying? Do you think Amanda, who has multiple aliases, is a confirm? Like the federal government was able to confirm she's a jewel thief. Nick knows she's a jewel thief, and they put her on this. Like she's like, yeah, I'll go on the stand in front of the. Like what? No way. No way. Yeah, I don't know. And that does seem to be what we're asked to accept. I, I don't know. Who knows? But maybe they just watched from afar. It's yeah. it's so weird. Um, <laughs> um, so that's it. So. I guess we have justice or something. And Char- it also, and this Charlotte like murders this guy. Yeah, so this feels that. almost like diplomatic immunity, like that sort of plot where it's like it's real justice. Yeah, exactly. It's the same sort of plot, right? Um, but we do have a nice little flashback here. We get a final flashback to Czechoslovakia. And I think this is sweet. They replace young Charlie with old Charlie and they dance and have like a little moment, right? And a kiss or something, yeah. right? I think this is very sweet. It's like symbolic, right? Of like whatever the relationship is. Or, I don't know. I, I think stuff like that is great. Uh, more of that, less of yeah. goofy fucking plots that don't make any sense. Um, Zero sense. So then we cut back to Amanda's apartment. At this point, I was like, oh my God, there's still more to the episode. Like I actually thought the episode might have ended when they watched TV and they're like, we gotcha. It's like, okay, cool. That's the end of the episode. Like there's all these endings, right? <laughs> like, okay. Uh, yeah. So back in Amanda's place, Nick and Amanda are in front of a uh, a fire, having a drink, uh, still wearing the same clothes does. from court. Uh, and she's like, "Did you see the newspaper headline?" And I'm like, "You're wearing the same clothes, like uh, afternoon edition, or I guess, right? Like you went and got it." Sure, why not? And also, why do you need? Why did you need to read the article? You were there. Uh, whatever, it doesn't fucking make any sense. But they're like, "Did you see this headline?" Senior citizen goes on shooting rampage. Like, and I'm just like, that's he shot even, one guy. It's one guy, and it's like, it's it's again too too over the top. Like this episode seems to hinge on, and I don't know if it's who came up with this plot, if it's the writers or whatever, but like. This does feel like in that Neil Breen sort of way where it's like, isn't the government corrupt? Make a whole episode about that. Isn't it weird how the media spin things for whatever reason? That's in it too, right? But like, there's there's no actual like, it seems to just be making like grand statements that are like kind of false because they're so grand, right? Like, yeah, yeah I'm just like, also, what? The media like, making what is this false headline? State- what kind of headline is that? Like, what, what, what fucking blog is this? Not a newspaper, right? Like, the fucking epoch times or something like this sort of non this is nonsense yeah which is, as part of that it's like the 
the entire reason the government is in trouble is because the journal, like a journalist did the same thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, All right. Anyway. So, uh, so Amanda says no one in a hundred years will remember this. Uh, and then, oh, I love this too. Cause I fucking these scripts, man. Oh, so then Amanda, uh, okay. Amanda says the truth is in a hundred years, no one will remember this. And then Nick asks her, how, how does she hold on to the ones she loves? And she says, the great ones, she never forgets. And I'm like, what? You didn't answer the question. Like, she doesn't even, like, she, she basically is asked, how do you remember those you love? And she says, I remember the ones I love. Like, what, like, he asks you, what how do you- What Yeah, like, it's just so, stu- it's so, poor, like, it, it's like, we need to have a heartfelt moment at the end of this episode where they, we bring back some thematic element and they choose this, which is, I guess, fine, but like, it doesn't actually say anything about it. Like, it's not- this doesn't like right. enrich the viewer's life either. Like much like Highlander does. Like, again, I can't give that show enough praise because uh, it seems to uh, like succeed where this show fails. Like you learn something through Duncan's like adventures, right? Like you get a new perspective yeah. on life. Like, hey, like I've always thought about, I don't know, justice in this particular way, but now I see it in this bigger grand scheme and it's maybe giving me a new lens to look at it or, or just like whatever, like there, there's something tangible you can take from Highlander, I think, and be like, could I apply that to my life? Or is this just impactful? And like, these sentiments are just nonsense. Like, it's just like, do you love people? Yes, I do. And it's like, but how, like, tell, give us this immortal insight. Give us like some, like Amanda should be a bit of a wise sage. here. Like she's, she's lived through all this shit and she should have some grip on it to be, I, I don't know. She doesn't share that with the audience and that's what i want like i want the audience to be enriched by this fantastic person right like fuck man anyway uh and that's the end of this stupid episode um that's it we my made very, it <laughs> my very first question Kyle, because you mentioned the title right away it says what do you think of this title is this a goddamn reference to farming like yes like i can't believe yes. how literal it was like you reap what you sow right like and then they're like, yep. yeah, this is going to be about planting crops. That's what this episode's about. All right. <sighs> ah, amazing. Yeah. Um, it's so it's so dumb. It's great. Yeah. And also, uh, I was curious, who reaps what they sow? Is it Charlie? Is it because- like, Unclear. I, I wonder that, too, because, because I, I'm not sure that the episode wants us to have- I don't know if the show wants us to think as poorly of Charlie as you and I are. Yes. Well, I, I, I think you're correct about that, actually. I think you know, that's 100% right. Like, I think we, like, I think they, they put in those throwaway lines about like, oh, I was working on this project just so he knows about it. But like, we're uh, realizing the, like the ironic, uh, you know, um, like ramifications of that, which means that he was involved in some really bad stuff. And we're like, that's not good. Right. Um, yeah. Including this estrogen project. Like, yeah, that's bad. Oh, like that boy. is about as bad as it could possibly be. Yep. Um, so uh, I, I, have, I have a couple other notes before we, we close out, Kyle. So I, here's a weird question slash Keith theory, right? And again, I have not seen the rest Ooh, of the show. It's been a while since there's been a Keith theory. Yeah. So I'm very curious. And I've still not watched that documentary. We're holding off because I think it's a little bit more fun now not watching it. Uh, but um, I was curious, like we, we see older characters in the show more than we have in any, all over the place, right? Like we've got Lucy, we got this guy, Charlie. We have uh, that other immortal, um, who, who was the guy, the silversmith? Uh, oh right, right, right. Yes. Like he, he's he's older, I think. Like you know what I mean. Like he's not some yeah. like like motorcycle, leather jacket clad like young immortal punk, right? Like 
a Highlander the series might have, right? Like there's an older cast of characters, it seems. And I'm very curious, again, in the production of this show, it, like when they started Highlander the series, they were like, this is a show for 13 year old boys because they're going to like kick an ass and swords and shit. But then quickly realized there was a romance angle to this and like older women were really interested in this. And like it, it had a different sort of audience appeal or a, a much more varied audience appeal. And I'm very curious if they were like, hey, our audience at this point is like 50 plus. Or maybe that's yeah. the audience too of like TBS or USA. Like who who's watching La Femme Nikita? Like are 13 year old oh, boys watching? I, I have no idea. I'm just curious if like, if we're seeing more older stories because they like are trying to make this appeal to an older demographic. I'm not sure. Weird key theory. It's an interesting, interesting question, especially yeah. just because it's undeniable that there are a lot of older characters. So it seems like there's, Maybe something. Maybe there. something. Who knows but they're what? also not yeah. really dealing with the themes of that stuff too much. Uh, and the other thing I was going to mention was like, Nick and Amanda don't solve anything in this. Like, <laughs> Charlie tells them about the seeds. Like, they didn't need, they don't need, they never uncover what the seeds are. They just find a box of trash, right? Basically. Right. And Charlie just tells them. Right. Uh, and also like the Fed outs himself. Like we, we never like uncover, like how was the Fed? Like we, we never figure out how they accidentally murder people, right? Like how yeah. are they tricking, tricking the system or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, like who's involved, like it's just doled out to us. And it's like, that's not exciting sure. either. Like we, we it, it's, it's, it's not exciting storytelling or whatever. Right. <laughs> it's not. Unfortunately. No. Yikes. Okay. Well, Kyle, Zeist. how many estrogen laced wheat berries uh, would, you, would you give this episode? I'm giving this one and a half wheat berries, baby. One and a half. Oh, Kyle, do you have any final thoughts here? Give them now with your score. Uh, you know. Yeah. I, my final thoughts on this are just that it needed to be a character story. And instead, it's just another clunky mystery. Like everything has this season one Highlander kind of component to it in a way that makes clear that, like, this is the stories that they wanted to tell like they wanted to be telling these like modern day mysteries and i don't understand why but like that's where they're putting their effort for some reason and it's just just a letdown it's all cops all the time all mysteries all the time and it's just like it's not even good like they just needed they just need to like have a more character driven story and like preferably more flashbacks but like you know, some of these relationships could work if they just gave them the time. Yeah, I, I think what you say about character-driven stories is correct. Like, I'd still also, hear, second key theory, I think I've maybe mentioned this before, is I'm very curious about how many of these scripts were ever written for this show. And if some of these are old ideas, story, like from other stuff, mm-hmm. and they just like grafted on to this Highlander name, right? Like, because like, it, there seems to be a version of this that w- works better, right? Like, where her immortality comes into play, his detective skills, like, but it seems like they're just missing that. And I wonder if that's because the scripts never called for that in the first place. And they're just trying to like, mm. you know, drop in some sentences and lines here that like kind of make this more Highlandery, but it really isn't at its core. If you wrote this from start to finish, you know, uh, maybe it would be more about Amanda. I don't know, this, this did seem closer to a Highlander episode, at least with her and Charlie. So that's yes, good. Yes, that's <laughs> true. And her lamenting uh, like that, that melancholy about death. I don't know. Or, you know, seeing your friends die, not having kids, right? That's, that's something. That's a mm-hmm. thing. Why not? Yeah. Why that's, not? That's, clo- that's, closer, that's closer to the, the sort of stories that this, this show usually tells, right? Yes. Or that work in this uh, mythology, right? That, that excel in this mythology. That's fair. So how many useless pieces of crap would you give this episode? <laughs> oh, my God. 
Uh, I, I think I'll give it 1.52. I, I think I, I don't think I've given anything a two yet, or have I? But you know that that two. I don't think you have. I've, I've crossed two. the two barrier. Two, right? When we get a two episode, yeah. it's Oof. gonna it'll be markedly different. I think it'll be really good. You'll knock your socks off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't just be like, "Why is anyone fucking doing what they're doing in this show?" It's I can't I can't even get past that. Like every scene, I'm like, "Why? Why? Why?" And I know we That's look at this maybe question. a bit too detailed and a bit ironically, yeah. but still, uh, you know, it's uh, it's whatever. Do you have uh, cowboy hats behind you? What's happening back there? Uh, there is a <laughs> hat, but uh, a hat behind me. These like are three left hats. over from Rachel's bachelorette party. My wife, her bachelorette mm-hmm. party. Everyone got these hats. Oh, okay. Over. Well, so they're sitting behind me presently. Maybe next week you wear one of those hats. Yeah. You heard it. <laughs> Stay tuned, right? Uh, well, thanks yeah, everybody not? for you don't uh, want to miss that. <laughs> listening this week. Uh, sorry, it's been we had to take a few weeks off there, uh, but we'll be back again with a new episode. Um, you can subscribe to us on wherever you find podcasts. I, I suppose you're listening to this already, so you're probably subscribed some some way. Uh, we haven't talked about YouTube too much, but these shows are also on YouTube, uh, so you can see the clips and see our ugly piece of crap faces. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, the next episode we're going to be covering is episode six, Birthright. Another maybe. Six, serious sounding title i'm fascinated to see what what it's all about so who knows who knows knows? there's there's, i don't think we'll know even after we see it (laughs) very good if i had to venture a guess well thanks again for joining us we've been your rewatchers i'm keith this is kyle bye bye